Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. All right, so getting into our thinking point then, yesterday the Solicitor General giving an update in terms of the monies that are due, the settlements due to um, victims and survivors of the Marikana massacre. So far, government saying that they've paid out 76 million rand uh, to survivors and victims. Of course, there were still uh, 48 matters that had been before the courts. Uh, as it stands, 24 of them have been settled and another 24 are currently being adjudicated over. They're hoping that by the end of August, the matters would all have been finalized. Of course, it comes 10 years after the Maragana massacre took place. Can you believe it? It's been a decade since we witnessed that massacre that took place live on television in front of the nation. Everybody had the opportunity to see what was folding in Mar- what, what was unfolding rather in Marigana in real time. Joseph Matunjwa is the AMCO president. He joins us now. Mr. Matunjwa, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Hi, good morning and good morning to your listeners. Of course, this time of the year is never an easy one for the people of Marigana. I imagine for a union like yourself as well, you were so involved in that strike that took place at Lonmin. And of course, many of those who were killed would also have been your members. Yes, indeed. Not only for AMCO, but even for the nation at large. Um, I mean, this was a really a setback for a democratic government who who claim that it's a government that protects its own people and the government that has experienced previous nationalist party government its brutality and in return commit one and the same thing. I think uh, as South African we need to learn that evil is evil. And as long as we African, we still see evil through racial lines when it's committed by whites, and then we're becoming too vocal. But when it's committed by a black government, we're becoming mute. I think we are far from liberating ourselves. Let's talk about the announcement uh, that concerns these settlements and as far as payouts to victims and survivors of, of Marikana. Yes, inasmuch that one cannot dwell into details, uh, this matter is sub judicare. As you know, they're still engaging on how to settle the matter. But uh, one can say the loss of support uh, uh, claims were settled. And then the issue of emotional shock that was not being settled, and also the constitutional damages, which include right to dignity and right to life, that has not been settled. So the ones that they are talking about currently is those who were injured, of which you correctly say 24 looked as if it's going to be settled or has been settled, the 24 is outstanding. But the, the, the whole issue that why should the government wait for 12 months or 11 months since last year, August, what they were doing? And furthermore, these delays, uh, it's it, it really uncalled for because the government uh, committed and uh, 
even uh, take the full responsibility of uh, uh, killing its own people who were fighting for their constitutional right, I mean, in terms of sharing the wealth of this country. So, like in Zulu, we will say, if a young man has impregnated a young woman uh, out of the wedlock and uh, he goes to, uh, I mean, to the... I mean, to that family, he goes there knowingly that he has wronged that family. So now it's not like Lobola, where we exchange and it's becoming like a bargaining kind of a thing. Yeah, the government killed people. They are at the, in, on the wrong side of the law, and they admit it. So now this issue of keep on bargaining, I mean, to settle this matter knowingly that they brutally uh, massacred, uh, I mean, people. So uh, it's really uncalled for. And I, I think if maybe the Dalimpofu and the other uh, attorneys, they could just take this exhibit that we know, that we saw, and give it to the state president and give him to watch and see how these workers were brutally uh, murdered with RFIs and all sorts of rifles by the state. Maybe he can call and say, this matter must be settled before the sunset today. These are our lawyers. They talk from the background of they've seen it. It's not a theory. It's not something that is a second-hand information. They've never had it somewhere. They saw those exhibits. They've been there when people were, were shot at the back of their head. They see the brain still on the ground. We saw it. If they don't have, I can give them, I mean, some of these exhibits I do have and see whether they can sleep at night. The big issue around why some of these cases are not yet settled, as far as I understand, is around the question of pain and suffering. So how does one quantify the pain and suffering that someone has gone through? What is the, um, you know, the, the, the equivalence of that in monetary terms? And that's even though the cases are very different, but that seems to be the crux of, of many of the arguments that are currently before the courts. Yeah, as for me, which is not my speciality, it will be difficult. Hence, we've got, I mean, the lawyers who are dealing uh, I mean, with the quantum. But at this point in time, the government will will allege that our attorneys, uh, uh, I mean, are moving the goalpost. It's not really that they're moving the goalpost. The first of the matter, uh, some people died along the way uh, in these 10 years, so they have to amend their papers. Secondly, the the money that they demanded from the state by the state, uh, uh, I mean, delaying to settle this matter, I mean, it lose value, I mean, at the end of the day. As you know, things, I mean, are being, I mean, increasing. So they cannot say what they put last year could be the same as uh, as a settlement, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, this year, because it depreciates at the end of the day. So, and then furthermore, as I've said earlier on, these attorneys, they've got the first-hand information they saw the brutality. I think no one can prize the life of a person at the end of the day. But for the government to delay it, whereas they wasted hundreds of millions through the Falam Commission of Omission, the same commission, I call it the Commission of Omission, they've never found any wrongdoings 
done by lone men, for that matter. No politician was, I mean, was accountable for this uh, massacre. The police, they just wake up in the morning and just went and shoot people without any instruction from wherever the, the powers may be at the end of the day. So the money that were, were wasted in the Falam Commission, it could have been compensated. They cannot come and say they've already paid $78 million. That operation cost us taxpayers how many hundreds of millions? That operation mm. at Marikana. <laughs> Mr. Matunja, one of the big reflections, of course, 10 years after the massacre, and I'm sure we'll hear more and more of this as we uh, edge towards next week or when the day of the commemoration will take place. But it, it also is really about have the lessons of Marikana been learned? Been learned? Is the state doing better when it comes to policing, especially protests today? than it did 10 years ago? I mean, one can say without uh, any fear of any contradiction that they haven't uh, learned anything. Uh, I mean, surely all those recommendations from uh, Falam Commission of Omission is gathering dust wherever it is. Recently, in, in Tembisa, four people were killed and it's alleged that there were police involved. And then in 2018, recently 2018, in our strike at uh, uh, Sibanya Steel Water, gold sector, veteran strike, the same Mil Froneman was conniving with the state. The state vehicle was serviced by Mil Froneman in their workshop, all the you know, Inyalas, all your VR, whatever, Golf 7, were saved, stand by to go and break the, the constitutional right of the workers to embark on a strike. And this evidence was put before the Minister of Police, myself personally. I showed him, I gave him, even the state president, I went and gave him that you haven't learned anything. Look what the police are doing. Look what the government is doing in preparing the second American. So, I mean, all the violence, all the protests that is taking place, surely they, we always experience the I mean, casualties because they haven't learned anything. I mean, we are condemned. I mean, we black people, we are condemned. If you kill a black person, what are you? We just kill a number. Joseph Matunjo, AMCO president, we'll leave it there for this morning. I'll get your reflections on that interview in a moment. For now, it's 9.30 and Musa has your, head, has your latest headlines.